Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Jack. One, two. Hi, Jack. One, two. One, two, one, two, one, two. This is the old network.
Scriptures come from Isaiah, nice chapter. Thank <laughs> you. 
The clock twenty four seven. Dr. Chris Lewis, 
whether that's what I started out to do. My life progressed. I found myself in such a kids. I really love working with kids in church. Which is where I was teaching. Best childhood memories in and I want church to be that kind of place for children today. Do you think the church is approaching its ministries to children in the most effective way? I think we really need, as a church, to work on new ways to do The church is approaching its ministries to children in the most effective way. are really different from when I was a kid. Um, kids are overscheduled. They have sports. And so much. And I think that we miss some opportunities with kids because they're so busy. So we need to find a way to make church so much. And I think that we miss some opportunities with it's because there's so much work in their lives. Doing something on other days or other times, ways. How did you find yourself drawn to the priesthood? Otherwise, how did you find all yourself of the church? I've been drawn to the priesthood all my life, and as I said, some of I've always loved the church. I've been were in the church, but when my I life, kid, as I said, some of my best childhood memories were in church. I couldn't be an acolyte. I couldn't do anything. But when I was a kid, girls couldn't do anything. I always wanted church. Couldn't be an acolyte. I couldn't do all that attraction to being involved in church to ministry, but I was it that call that attraction to being involved. People, I left church for a while. The church. Well, a, I was going to graduate school. And like many people, I left church for a while. Well, a, I was going to graduate school. But I wanted my children to have that experience. Didn't have time in me. It's in my real life. But I became part. But of I wanted my children, children to have that experience when I moved to Vermont. Outreach, social justice, drew me back in, and I started thinking that God wanted something more for me. And it really drew me back in, and I started thinking that your message for us today is based on more. the really words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 23. Your message for us today is based on some Jesus in Matthew. Read it for us. Jesus said to the scribes, scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Pharisees, the religious leaders of Jesus. Scribes and the Pharisees, they sit on their seat. Therefore, do whatever they teach. They do not practice what they teach. Follow it. They do not do it. They do not practice what they teach. And lay them on the shoulders of others. They tie up heavy burdens. They are unwilling to move them. And they do all their deeds. They do all their deeds. And their fringes long. They love to have the place of honor at banquets. And the best seats in synagogues. And to be greeted with respect in the marketplace. And to have people call them rabbi. To honor banquets. And the best seats in the rabbi. For you have one teacher. And you were all students. And call no one you are not, father on earth. And you were all you students. Have one father. The one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors. For you have one instructor. Who are you to be called instructors? The greatest among you will be your servant. You have one instructor. The Messiah. Those who exalt themselves will be humbled. The greatest among you. As you were reading the first part of that passage, I could almost see Jesus acting at his words as he described the hypocrisy of the scribes. As you were reading the first part of that passage, I could almost see Jesus acting at his words as he described the hypocrisy of the scribes and Pharisees. Along with him, what do you think? Am I crazy? Almost. I can sort of see him shaking his finger the way my mother did. Like all of us, rather viciously. What do you think is going on in their minds? Put that way, because 
how many discussions among new clergy whether we should be addressed as father or mother or reverend or just by our among new clergy have centered on whether we should have our father or mother or reverend even those whose traditions fall into the more reformed practices are not immune to such obsessions those whose traditions fall into the more reformed practices are in robes and choir vestments are immune to such obsessions reaching out we're not averse to having our names in the paper. robes and choir vestments justified as good publicity for we're not averse to having our names in the paper. no we're not different from the scribes and pharisees of course we can justify it as good publicity for the church deeper than what we wear or what we're called church no we're not as much deeper than what we wear titles all have their place when kept in perspective jesus's concern all have their place when kept in perspective is the way those things get out of perspective way our motivation those things get out of perspective so that they become an end in themselves so that they become substitute and themselves really about glorifying god and what we're really about if human nature made it hard for the glorifying god and living as the motives pure to practice what they preached perhaps even more disadvantaged we still have the same human nature Church are and we're embedded in a culture that values appearances. Perhaps even the same human nature. And we're embedded in a culture that values appearances. Materialism status. Well, position. Coupled with the fact that the role of the church in society is greatly diminished. It's no wonder that our tendency to do things to make ourselves stand out. As individuals. It's no wonder that our tendency to do things to make ourselves stand out. Make us forget why we're Christians. And as an institution. Away from the kind of discipleship Forget Jesus called why we're Christians. Lead us away from the kind of discipleship. Discipleship Jesus has nothing to do with standing out, with being self-serving, or putting us ourselves first. Nothing to do with standing out. Quite the contrary. We, all of us, are called not to be served, but to serve others. Contrary. We ought to be served, but to serve others. Meeting, Jesus consistently reminded his followers I that greatest among here in today's reading, Jesus consistently and all who Remind exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. And all who exalt themselves will be humbled. And what our culture upholds. And that's where we often find ourselves in the same Caught between what the gospel calls us to. And that's where we often find ourselves. My mother understood so well when she demanded, I do, do as I say. So well when she demanded, don't believe what I do. Hold it in our heart. We believe one thing. We hold it. Give lie to that belief. If you think I'm being too hard on, on all of us, all too often. If you think I'm being too about what our lives as hard on you, on all of us to call ourselves Christians, go to church on a Sunday morning, and we hear the good news of the gospel. We're so moved by the sermon and the hymns. A few We're extra dollars in the plate for outreach, and we vow to drop off some food for the local food. By the sermon, and the plate for outreach. We're refreshed by our worship. And we vow to drop off some food for the local food pantry. We feel refreshed by look, our worship. And a bit. Say a prayer as we leave that we might be better disciples. And then we walk out of church. Be honest, look, we've been to church. We leave our discipleship behind. We don't leave it behind on Times out of ten. That it's hard for us to connect to Jesus saying, Love your neighbor as yourself. The news of the illegal immigrants. We don't leave a neighbor as yourself. With the news of the illegal immigrants who are picked 
hoping to get enough change for a hamburger at McDonald's. Or with the homeless man sitting on the street. It's hard to connect Jesus' command to turn the other cheek. It's hard to connect Jesus' command to turn the other cheek with congressional spending. It's hard to heed Jesus' injunction not to worry about what you should eat or what you should drink. Injunction not to the economy is going sad. Worry about what you shall eat or what you shall drink. Hard to live up to our ideals. As Paul succinctly yeah, put it in the letter to the Romans, do those things we hate. As Paul succinctly fail to do those things we want to do. We hate. don't practice what we preach. Fail to do those things we want to do. Only we don't practice what we preach. One There's only for what ails us. One answer to this dilemma. Answer is God's grace. God's grace for us means that no that matter answer how is God's grace. Church, God's grace for us means that no matter God will give us yet another church, leaving our disciples into it. No matter how often God will give we us yet another opportunity, we'll be given more chances to serve others. No matter how we'll be given no matter how many more chances to serve others. Our discipleship, to practice no matter how God's love our and God's grace to practice what we preach. There for us. They'll hold us and comfort us and sustain us. God's still there. We will always have comfort us and sustain us. One more chance. We will always have yet one more chance. One more chance to get it right. See our neighbors at every turn. To see them. To see our neighbors. And selfishly. At every turn. To see them and to love them. But Jesus teaches over and over again. Selfishly and reservedly. Jesus never fails to practice what he preaches. What Jesus teaches over and over again. Practice what he preaches. Ever loving God. Let us together as servants in your church. Ever loving God. Wisdom, self mastery, together as pure devotion. Servants as we order our in your church. Grant us wisdom. We live as mastery and pure devotion. Remembering others' needs before our own and always seeking your will. Christ's body on earth and all the love what is good, to resist what is evil, only the loss of you, so that we might enter your kingdom where love and mercy reign, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through Jesus Christ our Lord.
think we just have to be willing to say that we often miss the mark and we just need to keep trying. Be willing to say and keep reminding ourselves about what to say. That we often miss the mark and we just need to keep trying. Um, and keep reminding Start over and do it again. Should we insulate us in any way from cultures? Oh, I don't think so. Should we insulate us in any way from the culture? have to be in the world. Oh, I don't think so. I think to do it. But just to be aware of what's going on. Be aware of what's going on. Have to be aware of what's going on. But just be aware of what's countercultural. Hmm. You gave us hope, and that the answer to this dilemma of failing to practice what's going on in life. You gave us hope, and that the answer God continually gives us more opportunities to get it right. Failing to practice what we preach is God. Has more opportunities to get it right. Selfishly and reservedly, Jesus is So hopefully, as each opportunity comes, we can grow more fully into Jesus's call. And so hopefully, as each opportunity comes, we can grow more fully. Are there ways that we can learn to be more? An awful lot of the time, we make decisions the in the political sphere or our personal lives without really thinking about what our religious beliefs. An awful lot of the time, we make personal lives without really thinking think that we probably um, beliefs would tell us about. Really connecting. I think that we probably church on Sunday with with the way we live. Better job of really connecting. Here's what's the one thing from your sermon today that you hope our listeners will keep in mind this week. We always get another chance with Jesus. Chris Lewis, thank you for being with us. Thank you. All right, Jack, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. This is Jam Radio Network. This is Jam Radio Network.
Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. 
Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. You are listening to Morning Inspiration on Jam Radio 2.1. on Jam Radio 2 
and it is such a great, it, I guess because this is just a great song. Daddy Hathaway, this Christmas. Before we go to break, I want to let you know what happened on this day in December 2nd, 1939, the New York. New York's LaGuardia Airport opens. In 1956, Cuban Revolution begins. The Malapestus Dam in France collapsed, leaving 400 dead. In 1969, the Boeing 747, often known as Jumbojet, gains FAA airworthiness certificate. In 1975, Birmingham Pub. Bombed by IRA, that's Birmingham in Ireland. In 1988, school bus hijack in, in Soviet Union. 1995, the Dayton Accord peace plan accepted by the parent, by the by all parties. And also on this day in 2001, Enron, an energy trade trading company filed for Chapter. 11 protection. I remember that. I do remember that. That's what's happening. That's what happened on this day, December the 2nd. If you have a birthday today, happy birthday to you as well. This is Ann Graham Lott with Daily Light for Daily Living. All around us are broken homes, broken hearts, broken hope. Us to be broken. To be broken. He, didn't he didn't just create us, plop us down on planet Earth and say, happy birthday. Now you can guess your way through life. God as our creator has specific directions for our lives. Psalm 119.2 says, blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with a whole heart. If we live according to his directions, our lives work. We're blessed and we experience life the way it was meant to be lived. If we ignore or reject his directions, we do so to our own detriment and experience much less than he intended. His directions form a pattern that prevents breakage of our lives to help mend the brokenness already present. Listen to him. Trust in his word and follow his directions. Your life will work. This is Ann Graham Lotz. My name is Dale Pazinski. I'm 19 years old, and this is how I live United. I've always been kind of a computer geek, and I found a way to use those skills to help the homeless in my community. For people facing hard times, computer skills and a basic resume are so important. It may seem like a small thing, but it makes a huge difference in people's lives. So with United Way, I created a program where I work with the homeless. Together, we go through their whole job history, write a resume, and then save it on their very own USB drive. We provide workbooks and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't... Give, give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. As a mother of two, I'm busy nonstop. But no matter how busy things get, I'm making it a point to take a little time out to get the H1N1 flu vaccine for my children. And I'm advising every parent I know to do the same. You see, if you're a mother like I am, the threat of this year's flu season is very real. 
because children are especially vulnerable to serious complications from the H1N1 flu virus, which could lead to hospitalization and even death. That's why I'm urging parents to get their children vaccinated. Vaccination is safe and is the most effective way to prevent the flu. To learn more, log on to flu.gov. Just think, if we all do our part and get our children vaccinated, we'll be doing what's best to protect our families and help stop the spread of the H1N1 flu. To get the facts and how you can protect your family and prevent the flu, go to flu.gov. Together, we can all fight the flu. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Ranger Station. Ranger Station. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location. Uh, in the woods, just outside of town. Oh, I'm surprised that you've got your whole bears have theirs. Yeah, but see, this wasn't just any bear. This bear was wearing jeans and a hat, as in a smoky bear. Jeans and a hat. That's definitely smoky. What exactly did he have Well, we were about to head home, you know, after having a bonfire. Oh, I can guess where this is going. Right, right. See, Smokey told me the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, that means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. Wow, no kidding? Wow. I'm, a no kidding? I'm a forest ranger. Sorry. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Get your smoky eye. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smoky Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokyBear.com. Only you. Can prevent wildfires. You are listening to Morning Inspirations on Jam Radio 2.1. All right, chipmunks, ready to sing your song?
Men won't be boys. <laughs> play with bombs. Like kids play with toys. One more in December, our hearts will see. A world where men are free. Yes. Oh! <laughs> 
Hold up your strength to Friday. For more of Morning Spaces and Jam Radio 2.1. Say thank you all for listening and tuning in. Have a wonderful and blessed big week. So this is Christmas And what have you done? Another year old just be good So this is Christmas I hope you have fun here I'm a dear one, we go
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.